0: Head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore. 40k podcast where you guys get to write the script hello my name's mark and uh joining me today we got Ursats. welcome back to the show i'm back back again back again to read some lore we got something that you're reading um <laughs> what are we reading
1: well, we're reading my little tank commander lore
0: i think oh shit we were talking about this okay and we were talking like just keep Fury, the movie Theory movie in the back of yeah, your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I'm excited. I cannot fucking wait now. Um, hey, I think we should just fucking read this story. Uh, I got a couple kittens, too. So if you hear me scream in pain throughout the course of this podcast, uh, they're climbing on my legs. So bear with me. We'll get there.
1: i've got a a bird as well that just won't just just doesn't want to shut up it wants to be part of the adventure
0: yeah it's fine today can be pet podcast it's fine um okay let's read your story it's called ace among men uh do you want to say anything else about this or just imperial Guard tank regiment
1: yeah and and i'll put a little gore warning it gets pretty gory there's there's some corn stuff in there Mm. but you'll you'll find out about that later on (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, oh, i also
1: c- cannot promise a very well written story as i did this during work hours instead of working
0: <laughs> right to jail with you okay. <laughs> cool well let's dive in a fly hovered in front of the tank commander Nipson's sight is that how you say it we're gonna be saying it a lot i'm sure
1: yeah i think it's nipsel i, I took it nipsel. off a real camp tank commander Nipsel. So okay. he's, he's named after, I think, like a World War ii German tank commander. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this base it on a, a real life character instead of just completely ripping off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's theory. very 40k of you. That's very very 40k. Yeah. <laughs> a fly hovered in front of Tank Commander Nipsol's sight. Nipsel was famed amongst his regiment for being one of the most effective tank commanders in the whole of the Mordian Iron Guards Militarium Regiment. Although not your typical Mordian, his appearance did not fit in perfectly with the Mordian's fame, immaculate appearance. Choosing rather to be unshaven and unkept, his skill in the battlefield command and tank combat, however, was commended countless times. He had been recommended for promotion many times but had always chosen to stay with his beloved Lehman Russ, claiming that he wished to die with the tank in flame and glory, rather to die behind a desk in a perfectly ironed uniform. Many hours had passed from when the enemy had last been sighted and tensions were running high in the Lehman Russ. The years of constant combat had taken their toll, not only on the crew, but also the trusted Lehman Russ. Nipsil gazed through the periscope again, carefully scanning the horizon with a well-honed eye, he could see nothing but the barren landscape, which had been devastated by the previous day of fighting. Drawing a blank, he had slumped down in his chair, gazing around his motley crew. All four of the members, including Nipsil, looked rough. The days of endless fighting had left them in, all caked in grease and dust from the tank's constant need to leak its life juice, as Treadjock Jarhead calls it. <laughs> cool. Nipson himself had a large amount of blood covering his good arm, where he had fought off the last unlucky victim who wanted to see his chainsword up close. No luck chief, Corporal Horst questioned in an unusual cheery voice. Not yet, Corporal. It looks like the last bombardment from the lads back at forward command had sorted these zealots out for good. Until we receive our next orders, I suggest we gather ammunition where we can find it around us and take turns having the having a rest months had passed since the legion had left the shores of the blood rivers to venture out in a campaign in a bloody campaign the nails were uncontrollably biting at Korgar's gorborn's thoughts blood 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 they were begging <laughs> into to a thirst that would never be quenched. The only thing that felt right for him was shedding foes with his chain axe and fist. How long must we wait for more flesh and bones? Korgar spat. Keep that gaping maw of your shut. Blood and skulls will come. asked Axe Reaver, the chosen champion shouted back flesh still hanging from his blood-soaked gauntlets. Now, now we feast. Like a frenzy of vultures, the marines began ripping and gorging on the flesh of hundreds of dead foes and allies around them. Every morsel of meat is treated as if they were convicts eating their last meal. As the warriors sucked the marrow of bones and placed the last skull on the top of bloody piles, Skaldas signaled for the gang of killers to move on towards the next victims and their ceaseless onslaught. Nipsil crew had been resting for close enough for two hours now without any orders from Ford command and no new orders from other tanks in the sector. How are the repairs to the air cleaner manifold going? Nipsil called to tread jock to je- uh, It's working as if, is it supposed to be jarhead? Because I know that's I think like, it's Gerard. Gerard? Gerard?
1: Okay. Yeah, I looked up... Um... 1940 or 1930s german boy names
0: and (laughs) And you did google image of that okay perfect yeah i'll carry it on (laughs) okay gerard okay nipson called to tread jock gerard it's working if that's what you want to hear gerard shouted back from the half covered position under the track idler i've got a feeling she's got not going to be able to take too much more abuse so sir We've really got to get her back for some proper TLC. Hopefully with the lack of a firefight, we may, do, we may just get to do that." Nipsil shouted back. Nipsil tenderly stroked the main cannon of his layman Russ, reminiscing of all the battles and the worlds they had fought in. She had been through a lot in her many years of service with Nipsol, and in the decades before even Nipsil was part of her crew. She had earned a reputation and a well-deserved name the ace of men. All done, sir, shouted Jerhad, breaking Nipsel's daydreaming. <clears throat> She'll be good for a few more fights yet, Jerhad shouted proudly, giving the tank a hearty slap. All right, men, climb aboard. Let's see if, if forward command has any new orders for us, Nipsel jovially bellowed. The air was thick now with the smell of dry blood and sweat, battle cries, and the sound of fire could be heard all around. The world eaters numbered in the dozens, more than a match for anything the pitiful warriors of the carcass emperor had to throw at them. Like scraps of meat to a hungry dogs, the defenders would fall. Soon the world-eater marines were on the top of the powerless imperial guards, feebly trying, to vain, trying in vain to defend their position. Gore and the sten- stench of blood were left in the wake of the blitzkrieg that had befallen the hundreds of guardsmen. Officers and foot soldiers fell like flies to poison. Soon, the forward command of the Imperial forces were left in a burning, bloody mess of twisted metal and mangled bodies. Please spare me. Blood for the Blood God. The company commander pleaded as Skulldust strode towards him, dragging a still dying captain's torso. Talk is cheap. Pay with your blood, Skuldast revved his chain allowing it to build up blood and flesh to spring free. Allowing the built-up blood and flesh to spring free. The dro- the dross from the chainsword splat. What's a dross?
1: Dross is like um like rubbish, like mess and built up just okay, built okay. Of stuff. <laughs> god.
0: Okay, of course, of course. The dross from the chain axe splattered on the commander's face, and the last words he heard were "Blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne." The words hit him like a razor blades before he was torn in two and his pieces were lining the walls. A thin mist now covered the ground as Nipsil once again scanned the battlefield for movement. Noticing nothing out of place, he slumped back down. Bringing up the Vox, Nipsil called out. Loader Otto grab the Vox and brought it to Nipsil. This is Tank Commander Nipsil of the 8th Mordian Armored Battalion. I am requesting information on the enemy's movements. Over. Seconds pass and no reply. I repeat, this is Tank Commander Nipsel of the 8th Mordian Armored Battalion. I am requesting information on the enemy's movements, over. More seconds pass, still no reply. Very strange. Nipsel thought to himself, loader auto, try to reach the uh, closer crews. This is loader auto of the Lehman Russ, the ace of men, requesting information on enemy movements, over. This is the Vox operator, Enrich, In- aboard Chimera Requiem. We have also not been able to contact forward command. With several other similar answers from other transports and tank crews, it was obvious to Nipsil that something happened to forward command. auto open Vox to all allies. Right, sir, Vox is open. This is Tank Commander Nipsil of Lehman Russ, the ace of men. It is my understanding that something has happened to forward command. I suggest rerouting back to forward command and see if we can get on top of this occurrence. With the joint agreement of other crews, the armored division circled back and began moving towards Fort command. Bones cracked as the world-eater marines trod over casualties. Most guardsmen by now had given up vows to the emperor choosing to flee rather than try to stand up to the heathen demigods facing them. Inches of blood pooled in the corridors with hundreds of distorted limbs and carcasses covering the ground. This is no fun, Korgar spat as Scaldasque. At Skaldust, they ain't even trying to put up a good fight anymore, Korgar said as he punched one of the guardmen to the ground in a crumpled mess. The world leaders were nearing the end of the rear of the bunker now. It not, if not a hard fought, fought war, it was certainly been a bloody one. These rags sure know how to bleed, Korgar. The blood should satiate Lord Karnath for a moment. That will give us enough time for to find a more worthy opponent. Skaldas replied, dislodging the head from a lieutenant, the blood-soaked ramble of a Marine, some of who now were completely crazed and screaming worship to the patron, made it to large-hanging doors and then forced them open. A hot wind blew and a steady stream of blood washed over the large landing ramp. Onward, brothers, to more carnage and rampage, Skaldas roared, like a flood and the Marines ran on. The gatherings, the small gathering of tanks made up the Leyman Russ, the Ace of Men, the Chimera Requiem, Scout Salamander, Forceful Blade, and Leyman Russ Punisher, Eye of Smite, was nearing Forward Command. Sir, can you confirm that you can also see smoke coming from Forward Command? Loder Fritz of the Forceful Blade asked. Nipsil confirmed, Aye, Fritz, it looks as though our fears have been confirmed. I'm reading a large number of light signs coming out from the docking hangar. Tredjok Jarad added from his seat near the aspects. All right, man, battle positions. I want all weapons weapons ready and tank commander's main coaxial guns. Let's fan out and create a funnel. Understood, was the collective reply of the tank crews. The crew took up positions and waited. Moments passed before large bellows of blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne, rang out, and the first few marines could be picked out from just over four kilometers away. Holy emperor, we are dealing with what seems to be traitor space marines, Nipsil worded. All gunners aim main turrets at the enemy. Firing in controlled bursts. we want to take out as many of them as we can before they get in too close first rounds hit, blowing limbs off and punching holes through Ceramite armor. Not much could stop the Sons of the twelfth. Their superhuman bodies could withstand much more than even the strongest humans. The Sons of Angron were particularly resilient to the pain due to the butcher's nail. Korgor could see some of the brothers dragging themselves with intestines hanging, determined to get just one more kill before the skulls would be or before their skulls would be added to the piles. Finally, a fight, my brothers, Gorgor excitedly roared as he began to run faster towards the tanks in the distance. If you're not full of meat by the end of the day, you'll be full of bullets, Skulltas taunted as he ran forward. They just won't stop, Corporal Haas said as he fired another round towards the enemy. It is as if their own life means nothing to them, Horst said, releasing the used shell. Better them losing life, their life over "'There, then us living our life, if they get too close in,' Gunnar Rolf shouted back, maintaining the burst of fire from his heavy bolter. They're within a few hundred meters of us,' the scout's the scout Salamander commander said, with an obvious quiver in his voice. "'Be strong in the Emperor's name, for he will guide us. Maintain directed fire on the enemy. The Emperor protects,' Nipso replied. "'The Emperor protects,' was the reply."
1: The mash of bodies and chain axes hitting plus steel let out a large crack sound. They had been close to boarding, but the constant fire from the turret mounted heavy stubber, the bolt pistol of the commander and the heavy bolter had been making it hard for the Marines bloody hand oh, the marines, bloody handed marks and bone fragments littered the side of the scout salamander. The enemies were very close now. Jam! I've got a jet! the salamander's commander got ripped in two. freed the bone and tissue from his chain axe and started on the hatch that led into the inner of the tank. Come feed my axe, Korgar taunted and, and to the crew inside. It only took a few moments for Korgar and by now five or so other marines to break into the inner of the tank. The guardsmen were ready, armed with live grenades. The explosion mixed with live ammo and fuel made for the most effective counterattack. Bits of marine, tank, and earth flew in all directions. The explosion was enough to take, uh, to take care of most of the marines within a 10-meter radius of the explosion. Korgar, uh, being close to the explosion, was now missing both legs, half an arm, and a good chunk of his lower torso. He continued to drag himself towards the next target, battle stimulants and nails doing their job to dull almost all the pain. Skaldas paused next to his brother, outsmarted by a group of lesser apes. I laugh in your stupidity, brother. I die knowing that I tasted the first blood Korga managed to choke out before Skaldas crushed his skull. Scout Salamander, forceful blade, respond! Forceful blade, respond! Nipsil shouted from his vox link. We've lost them, sir. There's nothing showing on the Auspex reading. Requiem has been overrun, sir. They seem to have taken out a few of the enemies with them. Emperor's Grace, Horst said, making that Aquila with his hand ceremoniously. The fight's not over yet. How is the ammo looking, Fritz? We've got 13 main cannon rounds, a few hundred boulder rounds, a melter bomb, 10 frag grenades. We also have our own sidearms. We should be able to do decent amount of damage still as long as they don't get too close, Fritz replied. "Iosmite Smite had used its Punisher Gatling cannon to cut down a sizable chunk of the World Eaters. It looks as if 15 traders remain, Gerard stated, gripping his Orspix green. We will only stand a chance if Iosmite of Smite can knock that number much lower. Even one Marine is an army in itself, Kipzl stated. The World Eaters had overtaken now by the lust of blood. Crazed maniacs furiously throwing themselves nearer and nearer to the Punisher, Eye of Smite, had by now expended its Gatling ammo and was now relying on its heavy bolter. The slower rate of fire had allowed the marines to make it to the side sponsons. It was at this point that one of the marines connected with a crack grenade that blew a sizable hole in the tank's hull. The screams and prayers and agony were all that could be heard from the vox inside the Ace of Men. It looks like we are alone. Ready out yourselves. We won't be going down without a good fight. Nipsil said as he checked the ammo in his bolter and put his helmet on. Holy Emperor, guide our hands in your righteous vengeance. In the Emperor's name, the crew replied in unison. Skulldust was sprinting now. One last tank kill would sat- satire his nails on, sat- yeah. <laughs> sustate his nails for at least a short while. Hundreds turned into tens of meters. Skaldos could taste it now, the kill. It was rightfully his kill. Dodging left and right, his superhuman reflexes were easily able to dodge the oncoming fire of the bolt shells. No mere human would ever be a match for one of the 12th. In the centuries of battles he had lived through, he, on- he had only grown stronger, more furious, and had taken his place at the forefront of his gang of killers. Let me bring your heads to my pile. Blood for the blood god. Closer now. So close. Bullets flew, sending whistles through the air. We can't land a hit on the, the lead marine, sir. His movements are too fast for our targeters, Rolf said, sweating, pour, a sweat pouring from his forehead. We're fighting against the emperor's finest, mixed with whatever unholy abomination these bastards have sworn to, Nipsil said, opening the hatch and firing out a few rounds. I'll hold him off. You men, maintain fire and prepare for imminent attack. The hatch shut after Nipsil. Chainsaw revving and profanities could be heard from atop the ace of men. It looked like Nipsel was, a bit, was going to get his wish of a glorious death on top of his beloved ace of men. Warp take you, Nipsil shouted as he shot fire after shot of his belt pistol. The marine was very close now. Nipsel could see the cacophony of scars that made up his horrendous visage. Throne, I didn't think anyone could be, have been as ugly as my father was, but you proved me wrong, he shouted. Nipsil was, was getting frantic now. He lugged a frag grenade. It was very risky. At this range, the fragments could hit him too. Better to be in danger than dead, he thought. The Marine managed to dodge most of the grenade shrapnel. A few pieces of shrapnel hitting his head, and the Marine sh- slowed for a moment, smiling at Nipsil. He wiped his face and then licked the blood off his gauntlets. This lit Nipsel with a shudder. The only thing he had left was his trusty chainsword. Nipsel moved down to the front of the Ace of Men. The Emperor protects. Nipsel whispered as he squeezed the activator on his chainsword. Roaring to life, he shouted, May your face go- false god have mercy on you because I won't. Skaldus leapt, li- boots landing on the muddy and And grim and grim and grimed covered tank. Ceramite climbed a clanged on plastic steel. Chain weapons reverberated, clashing together as diamond sharp monoclear teeth met each other and flashes of sparks. Skulldust knew that the guardsman stood little chance against his superhuman reflexes and brutal strength. He was reveling in the ecstasy that battle brought to his butcher's nails. He noticed the guardsmen's swings and parries were getting slower. Skaldas knew the fight was over. The throbbing was beginning to start again as the nails wanted more. Skaldas barged out with a shoulder, knocking over the human. Gazing at the man's withered face, he swung, cleaving through his torso and sheared off his right leg. He could hear a grunt of pain as the man slumped off the lemon rust and hit the dusty soil below. It was a quick fight. But enjoyable regardless of less than a minute or so it lasted. Skaldas mounted the tank, ripping off the hatch, pausing as the crew from within fired pointless last rounds into the air. Skaldas retrieved a frag grenade from his belt and let it fall inside. Like moths to a flame, he thought, as the guardsmen tried to escape through that grenade before the grenade went off. Skaldas slashed a limb here, a head there, a torso there. Around the lemon rust lay dead and dying. Skaldas stood for a moment, soaking in the onslaught of the day. It had been easy. No mere human could ever expect to kill the likes of him. A warrior built up of hundreds of combats on top of his already formidable space marine genetics. Boom, a sound rang out in the battlefield. A sharp pain came to a realization of injury. How could this be possible, Skaldas thought? All foes were dead. He knew this. Boom! Another shot rang out. Skaldus slumped to his knee. Impossible. I am the chosen servant of the Lord of Skulls. Skaldus scanned around him. Butififier could be heard all around. He could see more than his foes. Uh, he could see more of his force falling to Butifier. Boom! A final shot hit his head. It was over. Skaldas could hear Corga's laughter in his head as his eyes closed for one last time. Nitzel lay in the hard, dusty soil next to his beloved lemon rust, grasping at the last few moments of life he had left. He always knew that he would die in combat, but the cold reality of death had left him wanting just a few more moments longer. Who had come to their rescue in this their last desperate moments? Nitzel looked towards the sound of the bolt of fire. An airy glow was beginning to, to surface over the ground, Sable armor and a halo of holy fire danced all around them, somehow clinging to the ghostly forms. Atop their massive warplate were helmets with a bone white skull in the center and red, or ruby red eyes piercing out. The emperor's angels had come in, in their hour of need. Nipsel laid his hand on the ace of men. The emperor protects. Nipsil uh, closed his eyes. His fight was over. The ace of men's fight was, however, yet to be decided.
0: Cool. What a story. Um, So I like in the beginning, and you kind of went back to it at the end too, how you kind of did like a paragraph of the guardsmen, and then you flipped it to a paragraph of like the world leaders, and you kind of were flipping it back and forth between these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until obviously they meet up and then... (laughs) Yeah, was a cool. Yeah, know. I thought, yeah, it's better to give
1: them, you know, a point of view from both sides. I think it's interesting to see what each of them are thinking.
0: Yeah. And uh, it it was good too. Like I was able to pick that, that you were doing that up right away. So it, it was natural writing. It's just one of those things where you wrote a good, um, that I was able to pick that up and then kind of put together the next paragraph, like switching perspectives. So yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some fun stuff in there, not too much ultimately, but uh, yeah. <laughs> life juice—that's always fun. Life juice, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I would have maybe liked to see a little more of like the the relationships between the tank people, or like yeah. maybe a little more about the life inside the tank. Um, I get it; that's not what the story is about, but it's fine. Whatever. I, I, I was,
1: was thinking about adding more, but then I thought, like, oh no, I'm on like 13 pages
0: <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Down yeah yeah and, and yeah it wasn't that it was bad yeah um yeah pretty pretty violent the world eaters are fucked yeah. <laughs> uh there's not the good old
1: what are they called i keep forgetting of the damned the legion of the, the damned in the end yeah yeah yeah, yeah
0: the legion of the damned so do you like then that the legion of the damned or like the emperor's angels then like actual war yeah kings?
1: yeah I like to think like I I did quite a little uh, a lot of reading on it, but there's not actually that much information on them. Yeah, but you know, maybe I'll just sneak them in at the end. Pretty, <laughs> pretty cool.
0: No, I liked it. It's good. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if Nips Nipsel was uh, gonna survive, but it looks like he died in the end. <laughs> I think I think you know, best to
1: keep them realistic. There's no way like one person's yeah. gonna be able to kill.
0: Well, I was hoping it would yeah, yeah, you know, it'd be like uh the Grimdark twist is the tank commander yeah. survives, but his beloved tank is dead. Oh I should have yeah. done it. No, this. <laughs> how could you do that? That's too grimdark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, this was a great story, man. I really liked it. Uh it's a real fucking bummer all the the blood and mayhem but hey that's just what we that's what we get yeah. off to in 40k so
1: yeah everyone can have a fun time with that you know? yeah. a little corner of their room do whatever they want in that corner <laughs> <laughs> go. uh
0: it was cool like picturing all the different tanks line up too uh yeah I know at one point you named and named the tank and then the name of the tank and that was pretty cool Good old good old name generator on that one. <laughs> name
1: generator. Here we
0: go. <laughs> oh man. Cool man. Cool story. Uh anything else you want to share about it?
1: Oh uh, I've I've always been tempted. Like I th- I never wanted to do a guard army, but I've always just wanted just the one tank. I think if anything from a guard army, a Lehman Russ is just the coolest thing ever.
0: Yeah, it's like an iconic forty k vehicle. You know, it's like a it's like a Land Raider or a Carnifex. It's like the iconic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, would you paint it in Mordian colors? If you yeah, it? yeah, I've always yeah. liked them the most, and I've got like I found in a
1: box at home like a little metal tank commander, Mordian tank commander from ages ago. So nice. Shop nice. them in there.
0: Okay. Well, now now you have a reason to paint at least that tank commander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, get the tank
1: do need the other guys yet yeah, sitting on the little tank
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> cool
0: all right man cool thank you so much for sharing your story
1: anytime always always enjoyable yeah Always uh, need
0: yeah if anyone wants to submit their lore don't forget to come check Lorehammer, listen to lore patreon or you can send me a message on discord we can set something up i can read your stuff whatever you guys are into um thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode thank you guys Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich,
1: but you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day.